and welcome to Navi Tales. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And today we are getting real spooky in the way that Nick and I know best. Yeah, welcome to the final episode of Spooky Month. Ooh. Ooh. And today we are talking about Pokemon. Yeah. Because the only way Nick and I know how to get real spooky is by talking about a children's game. Yep. A game for little boys. About going on adventures. And I had a blast. Yeah, it was one of the funner ones this uh, month. I, 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 I normally, we're going to break the veil real quick. I normally do a lot of the writing for the show. I, I go on to see it. And Nick has already started because he was so hyped. He's he's like doing a bunch of Pokedex entries and shit. Yeah, um, I was so hyped to do this episode. Yeah, so I yeah we 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 had a real fun time going over all this. Uh so speaking of Pokedex entries, that's what we're gonna start with. Uh Pokemon, notoriously at this point, has weird Pokedex entries. Yeah, like a lot of them are really strange and have really weird implications for the world. Um. And then some of them are just terrifying and like in like a Pokemon murder people kind of way. Yeah. Like regularly enough to put it in the research notes for them. Yeah. They just, some of these, like you're just like, oh, it's these cute little things. And then you read like the Pokedex entries, which like, you know, span multiple games and they mo- say multiple times like the same thing, just like sometimes written slightly differently. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they just kill kids. They just murder people. It's <laughs> terrifying, really. Um, the the implications of this dangerous, dangerous world that no one talks about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll do a bunch of talk about a bunch of Pokemon. We pretty much it's mostly ghosts. Mostly ghost type have the creepy dex entries. There's a couple non ghost types that have creepy dex entries. And not every ghost type is on here, because apparently not every ghost type is creepy. For example, Sableye's dex entries just talk about how it likes to eat rocks. And that's it. I mean, it's creepy if you're a Geodude. Yeah. I don't know. I thought he'd have a little bit something more, but it's just about like how it eats rocks. And it has rocks coming out of it, like gems coming out of it, because it eats so much. I think it might be based on... Sableye may be based on the knocker ghosts. Um, you're familiar with Constantine, obviously the show yes. where they deal with knocker ghosts. It might be based on those like mining knocker ghosts, but it might be, but they don't explicitly say that. That's just kind of like where my folklore filled mind filled that void. So I, uh, it, it's just one of those things, but yeah, we, we're not going to talk about the rock eaters or anything like that. That sounded racist. <laughs> that sounds like a racial slur. I'm, I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not knowing that what race it would be making fun of. Yeah. Besides the Sableye. Anyway, Ghastly. So the first Dex entry we're going to talk about for Ghastly, or the only Dex entry we're going to talk about for Ghastly, is probably the most violent of them. Uh, it en- it engulfs its prey in its body, causing fainting defeat by poisonous gas. Yeah, it's just it's just a ball of gas, so it just suffocates you to death by just like going over you. Yeah, just like I'm gonna pass right through you, and then you're gonna just suffocate. Yeah, you're just gonna be dead with poison gas. I mean, I have no idea what it'd be like to suffocate with poison gas. One sec, but 
Yeah. So. Yeah, who knows? <clears throat> so next is Haunter. Um, Haunter has a tongue that is made out of gas, and uh, its licks saps victims of its life. Uh, victims will lose all motor functions and shake till it's dead, which is just outrageous. You know that? You know that? That scene in the. Uh, you know, the original theme song where it licks a Charmander? I want you to picture that. Oh my god, you're right! <laughs> and he, like, freaks the fuck out. And then just, like, this information. Because, like, that Charmander just looked uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, that Charmander was dying. Because <laughs> it was shaking. It was losing all motor functions. It was losing all its motor functions and dying. Which I guess, like, makes sense why Lick can cause paralysis in-game. Um... So, uh, a tap from its hand causes endless shuddering, uh, and it strikes from total darkness, and it beckon- beckons its victims towards it, and then steals their life away. So, yeah, that's just a lot of... A lot of just straight-up killing. Yeah, there's a lot of killing. Like, a, and, like, endless torment. Like, that, that's the other thing that's kind of common in these, is there's a lot of constant torment. Um, but yeah, they... It's a scary Pokemon, and it's not even its final form. No. Um, the best boy. Uh, we're gonna now go to Gengar, which is, I think, your favorite mon? Uh, one of them, yeah. Um, it likes to mimic the shadows of people and then laughs at their fright. Which, alright, in that one I can kind of understand. Yeah. Like, I do that a lot. <laughs> I, I like to scare people and then laugh at them. It's a problem. Uh, it steals heat from its surroundings, causing a sudden chill in the air, which is very pulling off of ghost lore to a degree which like cause like the whole thing oh I feel a cold spot you know, you know Zach Braff from Ghost Adventures going yeah. around talking about the cold spots he feels uh, on a side note he just came out with a book and the cover is the worst photoshop I've ever seen in my life and it makes my dick hard <laughs> it's amazing it? hold up let me find it Okay, it's like my life with ghosts I found it my the, life with ghosts one of the subreddits I follow is called not Tim and Eric uh, which is things that aren't from the Tim and, Tim and Eric show, and but look like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was posted in there just because it looks so ridiculous. Uh, I'll pull it up while we talk. Um, it likes to cast curses on people, which like <laughs> I feel. Oh, here it is. You feel? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> which also, real quick, I'm going to make the background on my phone. Of course you are. Because, just for the meme of it. Um, so it likes to cast curses on people, which is, uh, I mean, it's pretty standard for a ghost type. Yeah, a lot of them, I think, end up doing that. They have their little tricky curses. Uh, but should you feel yourself attacked by a sudden chill, it is evidence of an approaching Gengar. There is no escaping it. Give up. Pardon? Yeah, that, that's a direct... Like, word for word out of one of the Pokedex entries. Which, I feel like was written by a Gengar. <laughs> like, this is, this is a spooky one. Gengar took over someone at Gang Freak. Yeah, it, like, who is writing, it, it's one of those weird implications, like, who writes the Pokedex entries? Professor Oak, does he really not like Gengar? Right. Is he really that scared of ghost-type Pokemon? Like, it's... A really scary Pokedex entry. Just because it's telling you to give up. There's no escape. Here's another one that has weird implications. 
Uh, since it was once human itself, it tries to create one by taking the lives of other humans. Does that mean ghosts? I mean, it talks about it a lot, but the reality in the Pokemon world that not only is there a life after death, but your life after death could be the torture of being one of these Pokemon is terrifying in and itself. Yeah. And I'm surprised more people aren't concerned about that. <laughs> I'm not surprised no more, more people aren't talking about this. Um, and then the other one is it's trying to create a life, a, a human. Like, so it, it questions like whether it's one of those like Dr. Frankenstein things. Or, like, it's trying to create, like, this amalgamous soul. Yeah, just trying to, like... I don't know if it's, like, trying to make, a like, a body for itself. Or, like... I, or play God. I can't yeah, tell. Yeah, right. Uh, and fi- uh, finally, for Gengar, regular Gengar, you can hear tales told all over the world about how Gengar will pay a visit to children who are naughty. Which, I can see that, too. Yeah. Because Gengar looks like the boogeyman. Yeah. He's supposed to look like the boogeyman. He's your shadow. Um, and then we also have things for Mega Gengar real quick. Uh, it can hide in other dimensions to stalk its prey, which all that says to me is it has access to the ethereal dimension in Dungeons and & Dragons, and it tries to take the lives of anyone and everything, even its trainer. Which is just out fucking ranges. Again, the implications that, this, that several Pokemon are out there purely because they want to kill you. And like... You could potentially die and become one of the things that killed you. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's weird lore, and I don't know why you put this in my baby game. I played this when I was five. Like, this is a baby game. Yeah. And now it's all spooky and scary. Yeah, now it spooks. Now you're going to talk about uh, one of my favorite mons recently. It's probably my favorite Alolan mon. Yeah, it's... So too, I'm trying to think. I do like the Nine Tails. Yeah, I was and gonna the say Vulpix Nine Tails a lot, but I really, really like uh, the next one we're gonna talk about. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about Alolan Marowak. Um, when it beats opponents with its bone, the cursed flames spread to them. No amount of water will stop those flames from burning. Okay, uh, so we've, we've stepped outside of Endless Torment in the afterlife, and now we have Endless Torment in the current life. Uh, you just you, gonna burn. You have Eternal Flames on you now from a Marowak, and oh, if you've looked at it, it has flames on both ends of its bone. Yeah, it's bone, bone baton. Bone baton, and they're like continuously burning. So like, if you get hit by like a boomerang from this bone, like... You're gonna burn forever. <laughs> um, and the bones it possesses were once its mother's. Its mother's regrets have become like a vengeful spirit protecting this Pokemon. That I kind of like. Yeah, it's kind of dope because it's like it's where like the ghost powers of this mon come from. Because if you aren't familiar, there are a Alol- Lolan versions of several Pokemon. Most they're all Gen One Pokemon, right? Yeah. Um, it's basically the Alolan Islands, uh, caused, because they're separated from everything, caused weird mutations in Pokemon, you know, like how turtles work. Yeah. Um, and every other species. <laughs> uh, so, unlike, uh, normal Marowak, which is ground type, Alolan Marowak is fire ghost. 
And all that says to me is that the eternal fire is from the uh, vengeful spirit, which I really like. It's just a ghost rider. <laughs> He's a ghost rider. Give him a give him a bike. Uh, yeah, give, him, give him a motorcycle. Uh, next we have mischievous. Uh, it plays tricks such as screaming, wailing, or creepy crying to scare people, and absorbs the fear as a source of energy. All you've described to me is the plot of Monsters Incorporated. <laughs> um, You're not wrong. Oh yeah, it literally is. Yeah. Uh, which, um, it's cool. It's like this Pokemon belongs in those, like, Halloween time haunted houses. Yeah. Because it's gonna love it there. It's gonna feed off the energy. It's not gonna hurt anyone, but, like, it's gonna be creepy as hell. Right, right. Like, it's like the poltergeist ghost. Mr. Viss is adorable. Uh, I'm cool with it. Um, so, its evolved form is Magius. Um, its cries sound like incantations, and anyone who hears it experiences headaches and hallucinations. Uh, but on rare occasions, some chance may, be, may bring happiness, uh, which doesn't really fit with this month, but I wanted to add it. Because, yeah, I mean, it's still weird. But yeah, it's freaking incantations give you headaches and hallucinations. And hallucinations, which I think is the big one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they've ever encountered this month in the anime. I'm sure they have. I just It's just one of those things where like I'm curious how they play these things up in the anime. Right. It's like obviously you and I are familiar with the anime from when we were kids. Uh we kind of stopped watching, although I do distinctly remember a couple months ago us watching a whole bunch of the Sun and Moon anime at Bro's <laughs> yeah. house yeah. because he was watching it because right. he's a man child like us. Didn't we do that instead of Dungeons and Dragons one night? We just watched Pokemon anime. We might have, yeah. Um Anyway, yeah, the, the whole concept of, like, hearing these incantations that cause headaches and hallucinations, it's pretty wild. Uh, next up, we have Shed Ninja. Shed Ninja's hard body doesn't move, not even a twitch. In fact, its body appears to be merely a hollow shell. It is believed that this Pokemon will steal the spirit of anyone peering into its hollow body from its back. Pause. Have you ever used this Pokemon in battle? Yes. You have stared into its hollow body from the back. Right. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, I... First off, when I found out about Shed Ninja, I lost my mind, because I thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, one of, it's the only Pokemon that evolves this way. Or not evolves, but is... It's technically an evolution. It's technically... It's, like, leftover. It's a really weird kind of concept, A. But, like, I'm cool with it. But the whole peers into its back, steals its spirit thing, and the fact that we almost immediately use it in battle and do it, yeah, is very uncomfortable to max. Uh, is this Gen Four? Gen Three. Challenge is Gen Three. Okay. I want one in Pokemon Go. I don't know they're how not, I'd get it. They're not in the game yet. I know. I don't know how I'd get it. I think that's why they're not in the game yet. But I want one. Because if you notice, like, the things that are, like, really weird dude, raid. are, like, take forever to go into the game. Dude, raid. I guess, but, like... You could just put a Shed Ninja in a raid. I know, but... Like... That's no fun. It's no like, fun, Like, it's but... like... Uh, Ditto took forever to come out because, like, all right, how do we implement this? Uh, Spinda took forever to come out because there's so many fucking... Its patterns are different. Um, Smeargle's not in the game yet because how do you fucking implement that? Um... Because all it knows is sketch, and then like the Shininja evolving thing, and 
uh, Kecleon. Yeah. With its uh, color change and shit. Anyways. But yeah, Shininja was dope. I liked using it just because it, I, I don't know, something about the, the one HP Wonder Guard was like really, really fun to use. Um, so next we have Shuppet, which feeds on negative emotions such as jealousy, greed, envy, and vengefulness. Uh, again, I, I put that in kind of the same category as Mischievous. It's not being bad. It's just feeding off these negative emotions. Right. Like, it's not, it's just trying to do its own thing. It's not actively being, causing necessarily jealousy, greed, envy, and vengefulness. It just feeds off of it. So, um, it's, it's just how it is. Uh, I, I, I like Shuppet. Um, I'm a little bit uncomfortable by the next one, though. Yeah. I've always been uncomfortable by Bonnet. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Bonnet. Bonnet. Um, which is a cursed forgotten plush doll. Uh, cursed energy permeates from this creature. And it became a doll after having a grudge over being trashed. And it seeks the child that disowned it to get revenge. So it's basically like Chucky, but not the same plot. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like this evil doll that like came alive because a child threw it away. And uh and it got pissed. It got mad enough to literally become sentient. Yeah. So um that's another weird thing. You have to treat so 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 far, weird things. Uh the afterlife is a reality in the Pokemon world. The fact that you can die from other Pokemon is a reality in the Pokemon world. The fact that you, if you die, you could become a Pokemon is a reality in the Pokemon world. And now we have toys can come alive and it's not like Toy Story. They're not your friend. <laughs> they are not your friend. They can literally come alive and haunt you because you mistreated them. Yeah. Some fucking... Scary shit. My overarching theory for all of this is a lot of these are folklore. Yeah. Like probably. within that world. Probably. But I feel like taking them as they are and then trying to break down like the weird realities of the Pokemon world is really fun. So I'm gonna continue doing it. Um we're gonna talk about uh Mega Bennett next. Um which I think is really dope design wise. I love Mega Bennett. Uh that's the one yeah, me too. Um, so it's extraordinarily, uh, it's, it's extraordinary energy amplifies its cursing power to such an extent that it can't help but curse its own trainer. So here we have another yeah. turning on your trainer thing. Yeah. Mega Pokemon are really weird. Like, I don't know if you talk about it. Um, cause, cause a lot of this was you and I didn't feel like looking it up, but like, have you ever looked up like Mega Aerodactyl? No. So the Pokedex entry for Mega Aerodactyl is about it being in so much pain from the bone extrusions coming from it that it causes its rage to burn even more. Like, Mega Evolutions were not, in my opinion, I think this is what the lore implies. Mega Evolutions were never supposed to happen. Yeah. Which is why they're not 
permanent. You are causing a being to change its form to a more powerful form from the form it's in without going through the natural process. You're, you're, you're basically kicking it into overdrive, and that can cause serious problems for the being. Yeah. So, like, Mega Binet literally can't help but curse everything around it because power is pouring out of its body. Well, yeah, literally the, the other Pokedex entry is um, Mega Evolution increases, increases its vindictiveness and the cursing power that was held back by its zipper comes spilling out. Yeah, it's was never supposed to have this happen. Hold up, let me uh get the Dex entry for Mega Aerodactyl. Uh so so one of course is uh some of its body has been has become stone. This is Mega Aerodactyl again. Part of its body has become stone. Some scholars claim that this is Aerodactyl's true appearance, which I'm not gonna buy. However, the moon one is the interesting one. Um when it mega evolves, it becomes more vicious than ever before. Some say that it's because its excess of power is causing it pain. Uh, Mega Evolution is a burden on its body, so it's incredibly irritated. He's just pissed off. Yeah, but, like, if you look at it, like, a Mega Evolved Aerodactyl literally has these, like, stony bone protrusions coming out of everywhere it can. Like, I think Mega Evolution is really not good for Pokemon. Uh, I don't know if there's any others that have, like... Yeah, I really haven't looked into that. But, um, um, let me look real quick. <laughs> so let's start with Mega Alakazam. As a result of Mega Evolution, its power has been entirely converted into psychic energy and it has lost all strength in its muscles. So it literally is having all the power in its body move to the organ on its forehead and its hidden psychic power is being uh, unleashed and then it gains knowledge of everyone's entire life um it's fucking dark um the uh, thank mega kangaskhan thanks to mega evolution its child grows but as the child is good only at fighting and nothing else its mother feels uneasy about its future oh shit yeah, dude. Like these are dark. Like this is not supposed to be a thing. Um, like the the explosive energy the child is bathed in causes temporary growth. The mother is beside itself with worry about it. Fuck. Uh, and then we have a uh, mega pincer. Um, which is pretty happy to be mega evolved. Actually, <laughs> talking about, about how right. it's happy it can fly. Sounds about right. Uh, okay. Mega Gyarados. Mega Evolution also affects its brain, leaving no other function except its destructive instinct to burn everything to cinders. Fuck. Like, Mega Evolution is not good for the Pokemon. No. It's Game theory. Not. It's not. Game theory. Do it. Mega Evolution is, is so bad for these Pokemon. It is pushing them beyond the power that they're able to have. Um, and then it's got things like, it moves real fast. It can go fast. Uh, I, I Mega Ampharos has its genes stimulated. Yeah, it gets that luscious hair. Yeah. And massive amounts of energy stimulate Ampharos's cells, apparently awakening its long-sleeping dragon's blood. Um. Oh, here's another one. Mega Scizor. 
The excess energy that bathes this Pokemon keeps it in constant danger of overflow. Oh it can't God. sustain a battle over long periods of time. Like, oh, it stores the excess energy from Mega Evolution, so after a long time passes, its body starts to melt. Jesus. It's literally, Mega Evolution kills Pokemon. Goddamn. This is fucking some revelation. Mega Heracross. A tremendous influx of energy builds it up, but when Mega Evolution ends, Heracross is bothered by terrible soreness in its muscles. Gets real sore. Okay. Another one that's, this is abuse. <laughs> this is animal abuse. Mega Houndoom. Its red, its red claws and the tips of its tail are melting from high internal temperatures that are painful to Houndoom itself. Mega Titar. Ty Tyranitar. Uh, due to the colossal power poured into it, this Pokemon's back split right open. Its destructive instincts are the only thing keeping it moving. The effects of Mega Evolution make it more ferocious than ever. It's unclear whether it can even hear its trainer's orders. Oh my god. Like, not all of them are awful, but, like but most of them yeah, are. Mega Manectric. Mega Evolution fills its body with a tremendous amount of electricity, but it's too much for Manectric to fully control. And, and even, like, Absol. Mega Absol. Normally, it dislikes fighting, which, like, is a pretty tame Mega Evolution in comparison. Yeah. Normally, it he dislikes fighting, so it really hates changing to this form for battles. So it doesn't even like doing what it normally does. <laughs> It super doesn't like going Mega. Uh, mega Garchomp. Uh, excess energy melted its arms and wings, transforming them into giant scythes. Um, mad with rage, it rampages on and on. Uh, it's so dark. Yeah. It really is. Like, holy fuck. Which, like, you never even thought of. And then you got, like, Mega Slowblow. Mega Slowbro, all the energy from Mega Evolution poured into the shelter on its tail, leaving the Slowpoke slow to be swallowed whole. Um, there's virtually no change to Slowpoke. So this poor Mon is just eaten. He's just slow burrito. However, um, however, to like soften that one, having been swallowed whole by shelter, Slowbro now has an iron defense. It's pretty comfortable in there, too. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, yeah, I could do this. I could nap. Mega Sableye. Bathed in the energy of Mega Evolution, the gemstone on its chest expands, rips through its skin, and falls out. It ate that. It grew that from eating rocks, and it just <laughs> came out. They're all way darker than anything we were planning on talking about. Yeah, so next time you're in a fight and you click that Mega Evolution button, you go, yeah, I'm going to do this really cool move. You think about what you did. Oh, man. We're going to keep going through all of these <laughs> at this point, because they're all this fucking dark. Uh, Mega Sharpedo isn't that bad. Uh, it, it, it basically is already pretty pissed. Yeah, um, Sharpedo's already. The yellow patterns it bears are old scars. The energy from Mega Evolution runs through them, causing it sharp pain and suffering. <laughs> it's bad when comparison, that's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, but now we have Mega Galalee. The excess energy from Mega Evolution spilled over from its mouth, breaking its jaw. Making him Leonidas. Yeah, it's just got its jaws dislocated, so it's unable to eat. Fucking damn. Yeah. Um, it, and it, it leaves him mad. That's literally what it says. I'd be pissed too. If I can fucking eat. <laughs> Mega Salamence. 
Megalution fuels its brutality and it may even turn on the trainer who raised it. It's been dubbed the blood-soaked crescent. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I'm not making- these are like real Pokedex entries. That's metal as shit. I haven't never heard that before. The blood-soaked crescent. The stress of its two proud wings become mishappened and stuck together because of strong energy and makes it go on a rampage. Oh my god. Mega Metagross, its intellect surpasses its previous level, resulting in battles so cruel they'll make you want to cover your eyes. What the fuck? Metagross. When it knows it can't win, it digs the claw on its legs into its opponent and starts the countdown to a big explosion. He's one of those. Yeah, and even like Mega Lopunny, like Mega Evolution awakens its combat instincts. It has shed any fur that got in the way of its attacks. Fuck. Like instantly. Yeah. So, um, we super weren't going to talk about that. But, but we super should have. Yeah, that super fits. There. We should super stop saying super. Yeah. They're really scary. Yeah, what the fuck? Mega Evolution's some dark shit. Like, I've gone into it before, which is why, like, I knew that. Like, it's not good. <laughs> no. No, I never really thought of, like, looked at the dex entries for Megas. We were more thinking, um, like, spook scary, but that's, like, real world scary a little bit. Yeah, that's like, you're fucking with genetics and you're pissing off the fucking hosts. Like, like, just because you could doesn't mean you should. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> but l- let's get back on the spooky train, but, but one final thought is, um, think twice about Mega evolving your Pokemon, huh? Yeah. And those, those like, didn't even have, like, Charizard and Blastoise and stuff in them. I don't remember what theirs are. Uh, usually, I think ben- Venusaur's is something about, like, the plant grows too big and it can't move anymore. Like, it's things it like stuck. that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's some screwed up stuff. Um, but next on the list, uh, you can read because I just went through all the Ultra or the Mega Evolution things. So next we have Duskull. Uh, Duskull loves to make children cry. Same. <laughs> It is said to take bad children away. Uh, a glare from its eye is said to make anyone freeze up in fear, and it can pass through any wall, no matter how thick, and will constantly chase its victim. Uh, confirmed, Duskull for uh, next update to Dead by Daylight. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, this is another really just, it's a super ghosty ghost Pokemon. Yeah, just very generic ghost. Uh, I, I like kind of like how Duskull looks, but like I've never been super into it. Yeah. I feel like if Duskull came out when I was a kid, I'd be more into it. Yeah, I agree. It was always like, when you play through third gen and you want to run a ghost, it's like, how do you you pick like Duskull or Bonnet or or Shuppet? And it's like, eh. Yeah, I'd pick Shuppet over a Duskull, I guess, but Duskull's got an evolution. I don't think Shuppet does. Yeah, well, yeah. In 4th gen, it gets a 3rd, or 2nd evolution. Oh, yeah. So. But, I don't know. At, at that point, just get me a Ghastly. Yeah, just give me, <laughs> like, just give me my Gengar. Get me a Gengar. I'll, I'll use a Gengar over any of these. Um, however, I do have a shiny Dusclop, speaking <clears throat> of, in do. Pokemon Go, which was caught legit. Jeez. And my brother caught one right after I did, which was a really weird phenomenon. And uh, no one else in our group that day got any. I'm super proud of my shiny dust gloves. Yeah. 
but its body is completely hollow and is said to be like a black hole. If anything is absorbed into it, it will never return, and it hypnotizes foes to do its bidding. Basically, it's a walking black hole that also can control you. Yeah. Where does it go? If I put it in there, where does it go? Where does it go? Somewhere. It doesn't come back. Does it, like, does it feed off of the things I throw in it? Can I? Wait, hold up. Why haven't we considered using Dusclops as a means of garbage disposal? I don't know. Because, like, garbage is obviously a problem in Pokemon to the point where there's Pokemon that thrive off it. Yeah. Muck, Grimer, um, the literal trash Pokemon. Yep. To- like, garbage is a problem in the world of Pokemon. I- I'm just coming up with weird implications based on all of these. Garbage is, is a problem in the world of Pokemon. So why, if we have a Pokemon that literally can just, you throw it in there and it goes away, why is it a problem? Why doesn't every house have a Dusclops, is what I'm saying. Why isn't there, like, advertisements on TV and, like, get your new Dusclops today? Yeah, it's, like, it's not even a new one. Like, I, and, like, don't say, like, Pokemon aren't used as these things. Like, Ash's mom had a fucking Mr. Mime. Yeah. Who just, like, did the chores. Yeah. That thing... Swept the, the porch. That was that was Ash's mom's slave. And I don't want anyone to hear otherwise. I didn't have a choice did in the I matter. See, I saw something the other day. It was like, Ash's mom making Mr. Mime eat out of a dog bowl on the floor. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I saw that. Like, it, this is legitimately <laughs> Ash's mom's slave. So, uh, don't start with your moral high ground. You all watch the anime and we're cool with it. Um, but the fact that you could just have this Dusclops that hangs around your house and you just go, hey, Dusclops, open up. Yeet. And then it, and then it's just gone. It's just gone forever. And look, your garbage problem solved. Like, sure, you're going to have to deal with a lot less Grimers and Bucks, but like... Okay. Okay. And are you complaining? <clears throat> they kind of stink. Yeah, they kind of smell. And they're icky and they're gross. Um, so then next we have Dusknawire. Uh, and it is said that it guides the spirits home to the spirit world. Okay, again, implications that there is an afterlife, and what what would keep you here now? Because it's also, like, in the Pokemon world, you know that there is life after death. Yeah. And you know that there is the potential that a Pokemon can kill you, or anything can kill you, and you will become a Pokemon. Yes. What would bring you to the spirit world over becoming a Pokemon? I don't know. Is there like a religious thing there? Yeah, I don't think Like if a... you believe that Arceus died and rose again, are you good? <laughs> are, you, are we good? <laughs> like, is it cool? It, it's weird things like that that keep me up at night and why I drink. <laughs> this is the reason. Speaking of weird things that make me drink, let's talk about Drifloon. Yeah. Which is uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. This is like one of the ones that I'm like, this is a bit real. Children who mistake them for actual balloons end up floating away and going missing. If its body bursts, souls will come out with a screaming sound, and it is made up of the spirits of people in Pokemon. This little fucking balloon thing. This little cute little balloon thing. Is one of the creepiest Pokemon in Pokemon? Yeah. It kidnaps kids. Confirmed. Yes. Flies away with them. It 
is filled with the souls of people and Pokemon that come out with a screaming sound if it pops. Does that mean those souls are gone forever? I, who knows? When, where do they go? What <clears throat> does it do to absorb, absorb those souls? And do you have a say in it? Or is this like some dark D&D stuff? <laughs> some dark shit. Like, is this like a phylactery? Like, is the Drifloon Lich confirmed? Next, we have Spiritomb, um, which is formed by 108 spirits, but it is bound to a keystone due to its mischief and misdeeds. What the fuck did it do? Did it do something, or did 108 <laughs> spirits do something? Yeah. And I don't know the implications of 108. I don't know either, but it's specific. They it, called it out multiple times. Yeah, it's very specifically 108. Um. While I look that up, I'll read uh, Frost Glass. Frost Glass, uh, when it finds humans or Pokemon it likes, it freezes them and takes them to a chilly den where they become decorations. Uh, oh, oh, I found it. The 108 Stars of Destiny. Uh, uh, it's a Chinese classical novel, um, which a quick rundown of there are 36 heavenly spirits and 72 earthly fiends. Um, and they make up kingdom hearts. The, oh, okay. The hundred eight. Uh, it's based on ta- uh, based on the Taoist concept that each person's destiny is tied to a star of destiny. The hundred eight stars of destiny represent one hundred eight demonic overlords who are banished by Shangdi, a supreme god in Chinese folk religion. Okay, so the hundred eight spirits bound in Spiritom are uh, demonic overlords. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. So that's what they did. Yeah. That's yeah. They stuck. A, they were like, put them in the keystone. Yeah, you're locked up here forever as one entity. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's go back to Frostlass, huh? <laughs> um. So so it kidnaps. It freezes people that it thinks are cool and <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> and uh, uh, takes them home as decoration. Neat. Neat. So again. The reality that Pokemon can just kill you because of their instinct. Right. Uh, the soul of a woman lost on a snowy mountain possessed an icicle, becoming this Pokemon. The food it most relishes is the souls of men. This sounds like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> it's can funny because Nick knows my ex. Can confirm. <laughs> um, it's, uh... Yeah. So... It's just like a vengeful spirit? Yeah. A, ch- a cold, vengeful spirit. Yeah, we're still talking about my ex. Yeah. Um, it's said that on nights of terrible blizzards, it comes down to human settlements. If you hear it knocking at your door, do not open it. Which is the opening line for a horror movie. Pretty much. Pretty sure somebody's used that. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. It's like up there with the uh, gang, uh, the uh, Gengar one we talked yeah. about earlier. Yeah. Give up. Yeah, just give up. Like it's really mm. weird and oddly specific and terrifying. Uh so next we have Yamask. Uh each of oh, Yamask. Y- uh, um I'd like to formally announce my resignation to this podcast. I don't blame you, dude. Yeah. Um, each of them carries a mask that used to be its face when it was a human. Sometimes they look at it and cry. 
the fuck. Oh, I thought you were going to say same. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say same. Same. That you look at your face and cry. Yeah. Most but yeah, don't. what the fuck? So, so again, we have an example of a Pokemon that used to be a human that is now a Pokemon because it died. And it's carrying its fucking face. Like, at this point, like, if I were to choose one of the ones that you just, like, become if you die, like, what was the, the first one? Like, uh, I don't know. I just don't want to be any of these Pokemon. <laughs> none of these sound fun. None of these sound fun. Um, these Pokemon arose from the spirits of people interred in graves. Each retrain. Each retains memories of its former life. Oh my god, imagine that torture. Yeah. Like being in the body of a Yamask and holding your face while you are just aware of the fact that you're dead. And just remembered every and remember everything. Um they're based on Egyptian Ba. I don't know, I could be saying that wrong. You are saying it right. Nice. Uh which is defined as the essence of one's personality. Uh, and then it's holding a death mask. Yeah, but the difference between this and Ba is that Ba, like, are like a, like, family spirit. I'm gonna come to you. Yeah. And look, it's me. Don't worry, but now I'm gonna go back to the afterlife. That's the difference between this and Ba. Like, um, speaking of Egypt, we have, uh, Cofagrius? Yeah, I think I said that right. Yeah, I, you, yeah, cough. I've heard that. I, I use sometimes I say cophagrigus. I don't know. Who fuck cares? Cophagrius. <laughs> yeah. Cophagrigus swallows those who get too close and turn them into mummies and traps grave robbers. Which, frankly, like I support because historian like grave robbers just fuck our shit up all the time. Yeah. So like I support this mod. Like Josh Barclay, stamp of approval. Stamp of approval. The giant coffin with fucking scary arms coming out of it. It's actually really cool looking. Yeah, yeah it's really I dope. I really like the appearance of this one. Um, so next we have Frillish. Uh, it wraps its arms around its opponent and drags them to the seafloor. It just wants a hug. Yeah, it just wants to hug you really long and deep down. Forever. <laughs> Forever. I believe this is actually how squids hunt, though. Probably. Makes sense. Um... Now we have Jellicent, which sinks ships, and it is said there's a castle of sunk ships from Jellicent. Fucking basically the Kraken. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, this is the Kraken. Yeah. This is the Pokemon equivalent of the Kraken. So, a uh, new implication, um, the fact that seafarers have to worry about a literal Kraken, as well as all the other things in the ocean, like Gyarados and stuff, like... Yeah, pissed off Mega Gyarados. Pissed off Mega Gyarados, like, you, you have literal sea monsters you have to worry about so like i don't know how sailing works in yeah. the role of pokemon they always make it look so nice with all the fucking fish and, yeah and they're all like swimming next to the boat and they're like look there's a lapras but like what we're not talking about is like there's a jellicent under the boat about to crack it in half and bring it down below yeah. like there's a gyarados who's about to eat you because guess what the reality that pokemon kill you is a thing uh, next we have Litwick, who is adorable, and I don't want to hear how dark it is. I fucking love this line, I don't care. Shines a light pretending to be a guide and lures people in and then absorbs the life energy of people in Pokemon. Yep. Dark as shit. Yep. It's, it's just, like, the light in the distance that lures you in before murdering you. Yep. Um, it's Evolution Lampet, absorbs spirit energy which fuels its flame, and it likes to hang around hospitals waiting for people to pass on. 
it's just so dark. I know. <laughs> That's it's so just, sad. It's like there's a weird tidbit of too much reality in that that yeah. makes this uncomfortable. Right. Like the hanging around hospital things, waiting for people to die is like the reality of that. And we, fun fact about me, my phobia in life is hospitals. Hospitals and surgery. They wake me out to the point that I never go ask Nick. Yes, I can't confirm. It is the biggest pain in the ass to all my friends because I also work a job that I get injured in and then I never go to the hospital. I'm going to die because of this. But it's such a bad phobia. It's a phobia. Yeah, uh, it's, no, it is. Because, like, by definition, a phobia is uh, an irrational fear. I know nothing bad's going to happen to me when I walk through those doors. But my mind goes, don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't you fucking Something go. bad might happen. So um, this makes me super uncomfortable. Um, and next we have Chandelure, which consumes spirits and leaves the body behind, <laughs> which is kind of what happened to Kaiba's brother. Yeah. And spirits. That's a reference. That's a really deep cut old school Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> reference. Um, spirits uh, burned up. Blame the flame. Uh. Spirits burned up by the flame lose their way and wander the world forever. Okay. We got a lot of spirits floating around. They don't know what the fuck they go, they're doing. Yeah, well, one of them should hook up with, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Dusk, Dusk Noir. Noir because yeah. he knows what's up. <laughs> he's he's going to get you there. He's there to help. Dusk Noir is the hero of this saga that none of us talk about. He's the unsung hero. He really is. Um, so next we have Han Edge, which is, again, one of my favorite lines. Uh, created when a departed spirit is infused with a sword. Um, if anyone dares grab its hilt, it wraps a blue cloth around that person's arm and drains the energy, uh, the life energy completely. Uh, it, it's an enchanted sword in D&D. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'd be really funny if someone tried to wield it and it uh, took over the body. That I'd support. Yes. Next, we have its uh, evolution, Aegi Slash, or A G Slash, depending on however you pronounce it. Um, generations of kings were attended by these Pokemon, which used their spectral power to manipulate and control people in Pokemon. So, all I'm hearing is a Pokemon was a monarch or took control of the monarchy through mind control. Yeah. Which now implies that a lot of the um, medieval politics of the world of Pokemon, because I'm assuming there's medieval politics because it talks about that. Like, these are kings and stuff, and we don't have kings and stuff now in Pokemon. We don't know the governmental structure, but I'm assuming we don't have kings. We've never encountered one. Um, so now it's implying that the medieval monarchy was controlled by Pokemon. Yeah, dude. Like, the political structure of the time was controlled by Pokemon. Wars started because of Pokemon. Next, we have Phantump. Uh, created when a spirit possesses a rotting tree stump. According to old tales, these Pokemon are stumps possessed by the spirits of children who died while lost in the forest. Again, oddly specific. Yeah. Like, the, these Pokemon only... It's like, uh... Some of these Pokemon are only created under really specific scenarios. Which is really weird. That's why, like, some of these I'm, like, leaning more towards folklore on, and some of these I'm leaning more towards reality on. Like, this one sounds like an old, like, a fairy tale. Yeah. 
like, oh, those kids got lost in the woods and they Yeah, don't go turn- out in the woods at night or you're gonna die and turn into a phantom. Yeah. Um next we have uh Trevenant. Uh it can control trees and will use them to trap victims in the forest so they can never leave. Uh and a deadly curse will fall upon anyone who cuts down trees in a forest where Trevenant resides. Yeah, they're both they're basically big scary park rangers. Yeah, I I really like their name. I've I've never said its name out loud. Yeah, Trevenant's really dope. I like I like Trevenant a lot. It's got a really cool name, and I feel like I've been saying Revenant a lot lately because of Dungeons you and have. Dragons. Yes, you have. Uh, so I'm I'm driving with it. Uh, so next we have Pumpkaboo, which is a pumpkin that carries trapped spirits to the other world. See, you can just fucking hook up with Pumpkaboo or Dusk, Dusk Noir, and just fucking go. Yeah, because it like they're cool. They're like, hey, you know what? It's trying to help. I'm feeling you. Uh, now we have Gorgeist, uh, singing in eerie voices. They wander town streets on the night of the new moon. Anyone who hears the song is cursed. But they're walking through streets. Everyone's gonna hear it. Everyone and, is cheating. And it wraps its prey in its hair-like arms. It sings joyfully as it observes the suffering of its prey. <laughs> Which, if you could just picture the way it looks with its like happy little face, yeah, it's just like. It's, like, really hyped, and then it just, like, murders you and loves it. Yeah. Because, like, it specifically is observing the suffering of its prey. It yeah. is enjoying this. It's, it, and it's, like, I give other Pokemon the benefit of the doubt, like, the ones that are, like, oh, I, like, I, I gain uh, sustenance off, like, negative emotion, and, like, I gain sustenance off, like, fear. Like, this one literally is doing it for enjoyment. This isn't because it has to it's because it wants to and that's way scarier yeah so next we have Oricorio which I was looking at and I was like oh Oricorio if you don't know it it's like a bird from sun and moon and it like has different forms and they all they're all based on different dances like there's one that has like pom poms and there's one that has like a hula dress um so I forgot that one of them was a ghost type because they change typing depending on their their style they're called. Um, so I was like, oh, it's probably nothing that scary. But I, I looked it up, and its dex entries were, it summons the dead with its dreamy dancing. From their malice, it draws power with which to curse its enemies, and it charms its opponent with its redefined dancing. When they let their guard down, it places a curse on them that will bring on their demise. What the fuck? This yeah. is supposed to be a fucking dancing bird. Yeah, and I don't... Like, why does this bird gotta be all really evil? It summons the dead. Yeah. Next, fucking, I was like, okay. Next we have Sandy Gast. Which is fucking... Born from the sand mound, playfully built by a child, this Pokemon embodies the grudges of the departed. That... My neck hurts from that whiplash. <laughs> It takes control of anyone who puts a hand in its mouth, and so it adds to the accumulation of its sand mound body. And so we have a living sand that eats people. Yeah. It likes the shovel on its head, so Sandy Gast will get serious and fight any children who come to take it, which any child's gonna do because it's a sand. It's a shovel in the sand. And if you build sand mounds while you're playing, destroy them before you go home, or you, they may get possessed and become Sandy Gast. Which it's I don't know, and I think if I remember correctly, in one of the sun, either in Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, like a kid tries to like get you to touch like the sand castle or something like that, and you end up fighting a sandy gas or something like it's something along those lines. Like 
it like they put like the creepiness like in the game. Yeah, like the creepiest reflect in the game. Yeah. Uh, so next we have its evolution, Pilosan. Uh, Princess. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dumb. I know. <laughs> Sandy Gast. Okay, like that's kind of cool. Pilosand. It's. I know it's spelled differently, but you're just saying pile of sand. Um, possessed people controlled by this Pokemon transform its sand mound into a castle. As it evolved, its power to curse grew even stronger. Beneath the castle are masses of dried up bones from those whose vitality it has drained. What the fuck? And it's carrying them around. That's the fucked up part to me. Yeah. Like, it not only did it eat it, but like... You're just there now. This is the other one that got me. Each of its grains of sand has its own will. Pylosand eats small Pokemon and siphons their vital their vital essence while they're still alive. What the fuck? This is a fucking sandcastle. This is just supposed to be a sandcastle. I'm castle. never going to the beach again. Yeah, why? Pokemon. Why are you going ru- to ruin the beach? Why are you making the beach weird? Why are you making the beach spooks? Why are you I'm just trying to surf up with the dudes and you're making the beach scary speaking of spooks and adorable we're gonna talk about Mimikyu I love Mimikyu dude fucking Mimikyu's great its actual appearance is unknown a scholar who saw what was under its rag was overwhelmed by terror and died from the shock this is straight up Lovecraftian yeah like this is like some kind of like eldritch horror that is underneath this sack that looks like Pikachu um, a gust of wind revealed what hides under this Pokemon's rag to a passing trainer who went home and died painfully that very night. Painfully. Painfully. And on top of that, it's not like, like the scholar had a choice. The trainer, it was wind. Uh, and now we have the busted form, which I didn't know was a thing. Can you explain this real quick? So Mimikyu's ability um, is some, something. It's called decoy, is it? Let me double check what it's called. Disguise. Its, uh, its ability is called Disguise. So once per battle, the Pokemon can withstand one damaging attack without receiving any damage. Um, so if so, basically, it has like a free, free turn. Uh, free protect without having to... Expend a spell slot? Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, so, but when you break its Disguise, uh, its neck falls over. Like, goes limp. Oh my god! Like its head goes limp at the neck and it falls over. Oh my god! Um, and, and so it stands in front of a mirror, trying to fix its broken neck as if its life depended on it. It has a hard time getting it right, so it's crying inside. And sad that its true identity may be exposed, Mimikyu will mercilessly seek revenge on any opponent that breaks its neck. Just the concept that this Pokemon has its neck broken is fucking and like it's still like hanging out it's just like let me fix this real quick and it just ain't working yeah and it gets mad and sad and then mad again and tries to kill the person who broke its neck I don't know man I'm not feeling it this is just hard uh so next we have Delmise uh the soul of the seaweed adrift in the waves became reborn as this Pokemon it maintains itself with new infusions of seabed uh debris and seaweed it wraps its prey in green seaweed and sucks away their vitality. It only likes to go after big prey like Werelord. Anything that tries to actively kill Werelord is just like... Mm, fucking has balls. Yeah, because Werelord's... That's, that's a big fucker. That's a big boy. It's the biggest boy. One of the biggest boys, yeah. Isn't it bigger than... Isn't it the biggest mom? I feel like the primals are bigger. I don't know, maybe. 
We've looked this up before, and I don't remember what it is. But Have I feel we? like, or maybe it's, yeah. I know exactly. I know exactly where we looked it up. Where? In the soul link. Oh, did we? Yeah. I don't remember. I that. remember. I've repressed co- a lot of that memory. You're right, but I remember this conversation. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, anything that actively goes after Whale Lord is a dick. Um, actually, have Zatu, which isn't inherently creepy, but I have a lot of weird implications on this mon that are in the Pokedex. So, Zatu stands rooted and still in one spot all day long. People believe that this Pokemon does so out of fear of the terrible things it is foreseen in the future. This odd Pokemon can see both the past and the future. It eyes the sun's movements all day. Implication. It can see the future, and it's something all wrong with the sun. <laughs> the sun's gonna fucking go out. And I don't know what Azatu sees, but it's scary. <laughs> but I'm scared. I'm scared for all of us. Uh, so now we have Drowsy. It puts enemies to sleep, then eats their dreams. Occasionally gets sick from eating bad dreams. Uh, if you sleep by it all the time, it will somehow show you dreams it has eaten in the past. It remembers every dream it has eaten. It rarely eats the dreams of adults because children's dreams are much tastier. My god. If your nose becomes itchy while you're sleeping, it's a sure sign that one of these Pokemon is standing above your pillow and trying to eat your dream through your nostrils. Through your nostrils! (laughs) It's so scary! (laughs) Remember, kids, when you're lying... When you're lying in bed at night and it, your nose itches. A there's fuck- a drowsy trying to eat your dreams through your nose. Through your fucking nose. Oh my god. Kids are going to go to bed with uh, nose plugs now. Um, it can be spotted near uh, recreational facilities and tending to eat the pleasant dreams of children who enjoyed themselves uh, there that day. It's just dark. And it gets even darker because now we got it's an evolution hypno, which is also weird. It's like the only, like, I've only ever seen Pokemon do this kind of weird. Yeah. Like, po- like Pokemon and, like, old folklore, like, that deal with dreams like this. So, so we got Hypno. Avoid eye contact. If you come across one, it will try to put you to sleep by using its pendulum. The arcing movement and glitter of the pendulum in a Hypno's hand lulls the foes into deep hypnosis. While searching for prey, it polishes the pendulum. This is the one that spawned, spawned a thousand creepypastas. It carries a pendulum-like device. There was once an incident in which it took away a child it hypnotized. Again, one incident where it took away a child it hypnotized. What happened? There's a lot. There's something missing there. Why would you bring this up? Right. Um... While it is extremely dangerous, while it is an extremely dangerous Pokemon, people who are in need of good sound sleep call it their savior. So I just wanted to throw that in there because I'm a big fan of Hypno. <laughs> it's it's probably yep. like right after Honchkrow and my favorite Pokemon. Uh, he's not a bad guy. He gets he's, a bad rap. Yeah. And uh, as a matter of course, it makes anyone it meets fall asleep and has a taste of their dreams. Anyone having a good dream, it carries off. So so that's us dealing with some of the creepiest of. Uh, Pokemon. The the what the Pokemon world has to offer us. I think walking away from this conclusions we need to make. <laughs> People in the world of Pokemon realize that there is an afterlife. There is a life after death. Which like I know that doesn't sound like a weird implication, but like 
can you tell me 100% there's a life after death right now? No. None of us can. And the world in Pokemon, you can. There is a life after death. Pokemon can and actively kill you. You can die and become a Pokemon. You can die and have your soul trapped. Or if you mistreat your like objects, they will become possessed and try to kill you. And that everyone should use uh, the um, what is it? Uh, everyone should use uh, Dusclops as a trash, trash can. can. And uh, Dusknor and the Pumpkaboo. Uh, Pumpkaboo are your friends. Yep. Because they will at least escort you into an afterlife. Also, don't touch balloons ever. <laughs> also, balloons are awful, and you should. <laughs> balloons never get are the worst. Um, we are definitely going to do more creepy Pokemon uh, at a later date, uh, mostly because uh, we have a lot more content for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Nick and I went hard on this episode. Yeah, it was so much fun to do. It was so much fun to do, and like normally, like. Yeah, we, we have a lot more content. Uh, so so we're, we plan on using it. Um, it's not just going to go to waste, so uh, let us know if you like creepy Pokemon stuff. Yeah. Uh, but and we'll, uh, we'll revisit it. Yeah. We, we always come back to Pokemon. It was, a, it was our very beginning, and, and it's a good foundation that we can always go back to. Yeah, I agree. The Pokemon episodes are always my favorite ones. Well, one, you love the games, oh, but... Yeah. Um, I just yeah, they're they're really fun to research and really fun to yeah, do. Yeah, I think the the shit we do with them are really cool. They bring they bring a weird kind of uh, mix up to our usual stuff usually. Um, so yeah, my, I I really like Pokemon episodes as well. Uh, if you are just listening now, listen to our mythology episodes. Maybe not the first one. It's a bit rough. It's a bit rough, as any first episode of a podcast is. Um, as we like to end every episode, Nick, what have you been playing? Uh, I beat Messenger. The, me- the messenger. It was good. I liked it. It uh, it 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 uh. Spoilers. Three, two, one. It ended with um you becoming one of the bosses. Oh, that you, cool. That you fought. So the I mentioned the the time tower where the blue robe people are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when you get to the end, you they merge into like a big one, and like you fight it. So you. So what you end up doing is the the castle Castlevania the Metroidvania thing is like going back through the world collecting music notes you can open a music box because there was there's somebody that this like whole demon thing started with um like demons attacking and then trapping uh this guy in the music box and playing music that allowed their world like wherever they came from the demons came from um, like allowed them to the music that he plays that he's forced to play allows them to come back every 500 years and torment the world until like humanity like instead of just killing everything they just torture them every so often oh cool um, same <laughs> so uh so you go inside the music box to like free the, the 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 phantom he's called and he's like wearing a mask that like possesses him so you you fight him and break off his mask and you come back out and like the mask takes like a giant form when you come out, and so the you, the guys in the blue robes, and the phantom fuse into the boss, and you basically kamehameha fight the mask. Oh, that's cool. Um, so like you have to like mash B, and like you literally charge it, and then 
fucking shoot it up at the mask and you have to like blast it because like you do the yeah. typical beam fight. Um and then I guess you like break the break the loop or whatever, and then it shows uh does the credits and it shows the um it zooms down to the shopkeeper's uh shop and he's uh telling the story of the game you just played and he's like at the end and he's telling it to like a cowboy which is weird and then he's he's like the cowboy's like oh it's a weird story he's like yeah i'm telling you it's all true and blah 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 and then it like pans back up and it says to be continued oh nice Um, so it was really fun uh other than that i uh since I beat that, and I'm waiting for Dark Souls. I was just playing Splatoon because I want a spirit bomb. Yeah, you want you want a splat bomb. Yeah, booyah bomb. A booyah bomb. Uh, but yeah, Splatoon's really fun. Yeah, Splatoon's a gift. Uh, I've just been playing uh Dead by Daylight and Mario Kart. Uh, Mario Kart's just a lot of fun. Dead by Daylight, I just like murdering people because I'm sick. I have been watching a lot of horror movies. I gotta be honest, I haven't been playing a lot of video games. Um, you said spooky month. It is spooky month. I love my horror movies. I watched a horror movie the other day that subverted all my expectations. For, so for my horror buffs out the there. The Last Jedi? Close. <laughs> so for my horror buffs out there, it is on Netflix currently. It is called A Dark Song. It is not at all what I expected. The ending blew my mind. Nice. I did not expect them to do what they did with the ending. And I was really excited that it was different than what I was expecting. Um, I'm not going to spoil it on the podcast. I can tell you what happened at the end later, but I'm not going to, after I recommend a movie, I'm not going to just immediately spoil yeah, yeah. anything. I, uh, but, um, yeah, I, I think that's all I've been doing. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Corner. Yeah. Um, you guys, uh, were in Argenvalst. You, Argenvalstvalt. You uh, decided to skip the whole dungeon and climb up the, the hole in the ceilings um, and then fought the boss. Uh, you, it was a revenant um, named Vladimir. You uh, threw him through several floors. You then impaled him and basically made this fight not fun for me as the DM because I wasn't allowed to do anything. Well, let's be honest. I was allowed to do whatever I wanted. Welcome to Power of Godhood. But, um, that wouldn't have been fun. And then uh, you guys split up like idiots, and then you, the the rogue and the bard almost died. Yeah. Uh, and you guys were fine. You lit a table on fire, killing a bunch of spooky boys, uh, and teamed up with a revenant there who was originally going to assist you in the fight with the boss. <laughs> but you killed, we already the, killed boss the boss before, before you got found there him. because you did everything out of order. Oops. It happens. Just gotta roll with the punches sometimes. Yeah. There's a hole in the ceiling. I guess they're gonna climb up it. Uh, so, and now you are headed towards the last MacGuffin, I mean, item you need to fight Strahd. Yep. Uh, this campaign is coming to an end. Yeah, we're gonna I, be done soon. And then we're gonna be doing Waterdeep. Yeah, uh, everyone's wait. gonna roll new characters. I'm still gonna DM, and it'll be fun. Yeah. It'd be a blast. Can't wait. Yeah, actually, I have all my D&D books over there right now, and it is a library. It really is. <laughs> There's quite a few. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, my recommendations for D&D characters for this week. Let me, let me pull from this. <laughs> I usually try, whatever, we're going to do, uh, um, 
the most recent one I have. That's not super homebrewy. Um, a, a monk who's blind, I've always liked the concept of, or a drug-addicted character. I'm going to throw those two out there because they're not super things. They're more like a background for your character. Yeah. But the concept of a, a monk who's blind would just be cool and very stereotypical in my opinion. Yeah. But the drug-addicted character, I think I want to throw on like a necromancer. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just like a necromancer addicted to some arcane like drug who's just like staying up all night working on his project and he's taking this drug to do it. Now he's addicted to it. I, I just like the concept. Um, Come up with the drug of choice. Try not to use real ones. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> it'll just be dark if they're addicted to meth. <laughs> we don't <laughs> want that. No one wants that. Make them addicted to bullywog juice. Um, Other than that, think that's everything oh i have a shout out um, oh yeah <laughs> okay so i've i've said it on this show before i don't use playstation a lot you've recently uh yeah just because i have a, a bunch of the uh i just play my switch most of the time i want to give a shout out to kia lord 1974 who shot me a friend request on playstation back in august that I just looked at day of recording, so October 18th. I accepted your friend request and shot you a message back. If you want to add me on PlayStation, by all means, do it. You might not respond right away. Uh, my PSN name is the Great Sweaty P. Uh, mine's um, Mr. Gomes017. And yeah, I might not respond right away, but I will add you as long as I got room on my friends list. Like it's, I think it's really cool that someone uh, wanted to reach out to us that way. Uh, I support it; it's cool. Yeah, we just kind of don't use our playstations that much anymore. Yeah, uh, and uh, at some point we might uh, put our friend codes for Switch up on Instagram. Uh, so keep an eye out for that if we do it. Yeah, we can play some Splatoon, Mario Kart, Smash, Smash Bros. Bros. Yeah, we could play some insert Nintendo title here. Insert online Nintendo title here. Uh, or even like some Dark Souls. Like, it's oh, yeah. got online. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, oh, fuck. So, people are gonna fucking invade us. Yeah, people are gonna fucking invade us and they're gonna realize I'm actually garbage at video games. Damn it. They're gonna <laughs> learn. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, uh, maybe soon we'll post those up there. Uh, it, it really just falls on us whether or not we're gonna do it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, if you guys are interested in that, uh, hit us up on Instagram or, Twitter, we are on both uh, Navi underscore Tails, again at Navi underscore Tails. Send us your friend codes and we'll add you. Um, until then. Hope you enjoyed Spooky Month. Hope you enjoyed Spooky Month. Ooh. Ooh. Bye. Bye. So we are now recording. We are now speaking clearly. We are now doing a sound test. This is a sound test. My name is Josh. And I like Oshkosh. Nick. I like to bosh. You literally could have said mosh. I like to mosh. There you go. My name is Nick. I like to suck dick. (laughs) My name. Well, you could have gone off that. You could have gone. My name is Josh. My name is Nick. I like to mosh. I like the pit. It's like a pit, Nick. It's a a stretch. It's called the stretch rhyme. But, yeah. like, it would have fucking worked in a Nicki Minaj song. And that's what matters. <laughs> that's what we're going for here. We're going for... We're Nicki- going for Nicki Minaj level of uh, rap. Yes. All right, let me click record here and open up.
fucking dry. That's probably a good idea. Um, you are pretty great. <laughs> fucking pretty great. <laughs> if I do say so myself. I'm pretty fucking great. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to hear this sick fucking vape. Fuck, can't say. Oh yeah. That's the shit. <laughs> I also think we need a better fucking table, but... Yeah. Well. What do I fucking look like? Furniture store? No, but I do. <clears throat> I'm gonna get us a Napa table, because Napa has a fucking... Their logo on literally everything. Please. I wanna record on a Napa table. I bet you I can find one. <laughs> because, like, there's a Napa version of fucking everything. My boss has, like, Napa lawn chairs like it's oh man they have a poker table oh my god run out of cough drops oh god ball camp number 999120 ball camp is one of our lines $35 for fucking folding chair we don't have one in stock at my store oh Texas Hold'em table so we can get a Texas Hold'em table dude there's no fucking I'm getting fucking triggered because there's no images. I can buy a 2506-0410 serpentine belt off eBay. <coughs> wow. Uh, it doesn't work in any of the cars I own. Oh, fucking got a picture of the poker table. Holy shit. <coughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's so fuck, fucking it blue. Is, it is literally Napa blue. It's so fucking blue. I love Napa blue. Which is probably good because, like, fucking, I say it all day. The the building I work in is Napa Blue. Outrageous. Uh, here's another one that has, uh, sorry, that tastes like a milkshake. Like, Ditto took forever to come out because they were like, how the fuck do we do that? <laughs> fucking can't stand you. <laughs> He just laughed at his uh, phone background. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, remind, uh, bookmark, remind me to put this on our Instagram before next episode. Okay. Because it's a gift from God. All right. I'll try. Um, uh, I don't even fucking remember what I was saying. We oh, were yeah. talking about Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like, Kafrag, Kafag. Cofagrigus. Cofagrigus. Cool, just making sure I'm getting my pronunciation of it down. Uh, <laughs> I just left it on my phone again. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> um, 